Welcome to Beating the Deck Game Podcast. The stakes are high, and the scales are heavily tipped against us. The debt and credit system is set up to make the banks rich and keep Canadians poor. We want to help change that through this podcast series, and we believe when armed with the right knowledge, listeners can reverse this trend, understand and leverage various financial scenarios to serve their own interest and improve their own financial well-being instead of making the banks richer. We want everyone to beat the debt game and win back control of their financial future. Hi everyone, welcome back to Beating the Debt Game podcast. Uh, Right now we're just going to focus on a few short podcasts uh, all on the subject of budgeting. What I hear all the time is budgeting sucks and I'm not going to lie, budgeting can suck. Budgeting can be very hard to start and it can be very hard to stick with. But through the next few short podcasts, what we're going to do is try and make it suck a little less. We're going to break it down into a few short bite-side podcasts that's going to give you some tips and ideas on how to get started, how to how to stick with it and how to keep it simple without feeling like you are truly budgeting. Like I said, I'm going to keep them short It's a boring topic. I know everyone tells me it is. I even bore myself sometimes. Anyway, um, it's just going to be me on these podcasts because no one else wanted to come on and talk about budgeting. Okay, so let's get started. Budgeting has people feeling it's all about restricting spending. And in many cases, it takes them back to a childhood of the family, scrimping and saving and hearing, no, sorry, son, you can't have that. We can't afford it. Or it's not in the budget this month. And... You know, at the time, we didn't really understand how difficult it was for our parents to say no to our requests. And now many of us, like myself, are in the situation where we have to do that. And it's really hard. And it's heartbreaking at times when you have to say no to your child or children. Anyway, back then, what I recall is in my childhood, it it wasn't a request for anything major. For me, you know, it was often something small. I remember, you know, often asking for a copy of my favorite football magazine, Shoot. It came out monthly and it was about £2, so $3. And albeit such a small amount, with all the other expenses that were going on, some months the answer was no. And I think it really highlights the difference in how tight budgets were back then and, you know, really what a remarkable jobs our parents did with, with what they had. And and in many ways, how difficult we have it now, because, you know, our children aren't asking for Shoot magazine, probably because they have no idea what it is, and it's been discontinued for a very long time. Uh, but if they ever read it, they would for sure ask for it. But the, they're actually asking for the latest running shoes, and, you know, the 200 bucks. And it's not because their current running shoes have holes in, like water in. It's because the other kids have them, and, and they want them, and we want our kids to have them. Anyway, I've digressed. It's meant to be a short podcast offering some quick tips. So, so let's get on with that. So, so to start, let's let's start by changing our mindset. Let's think of budgeting as a way we can say yes and not no. And saying yes, knowing there's cash in the bank, it's very very empowering. Knowing that we have the money to pay for that versus put it on credit because the kids want it and or I want it and there's no plan to pay it off it's it's a stressful process and and we can change that so the first part of the process 
isn't creating a budget. It's actually what we call a spending review. Some people call it spending analysis. doesn't really matter. It's about doing it, not, not what we call it. So when we do this, what we're going to find is we've been spending a lot of money on certain areas that we weren't aware of. And in some cases, and better still, we're going to find expenses that we didn't even know we had and we can stop. And we recently had a client come in and went through this process or they went through the process and came back and said, hey, I found all these subscriptions that 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 I was paying for and, and I didn't need them. One of them was kids were paying for an Xbox Gold subscription, 30 bucks a month, and they now had a PlayStation 4. So, you know, it was just coming off every month and they weren't even aware of it. They found a few more for some of the streaming services and those type of things. And anyway, cut a long story short, it was about 70 bucks a month and that's $800 a year. So that is four pairs of the running shoes the kids want. Even better, that is 266 copies of Shoot Magazine. Anyway, the spending review isn't about telling you what you can and can't buy. It's about gaining an understanding of what you have been spending money on. You can then decide if you want to make the changes. But you're going to be surprised at the things you spend money on that aren't important and things you say no to that are important to you. Okay, if you're still listening, I know it's budgeting, I know it's boring. I can anticipate the next question. What is Shoot Magazine and where can I get a copy? No? Oh, weird. Uh, Okay, the question is probably how do I do a spending review? Okay, the key here is not to overthink it. We simply need to break down the last couple of months into different spending categories. It's going to take a bit of time if we're going to do it manually, but these days many of the banking apps have um, have the ability to do this for you. It's going to categorize your spending into certain areas. Um, so if your bank has one, download it, try it. Um, there are apps out there like Mint that will do it, and it's very, very good. If you're using an app, it's going to be pre defined categories that they use and that's fine it's just all about getting started it's going to give you a really good idea how your money is being spent if you're going to do it yourself you can get to choose your own categories and we'll get into that so first what we want to do is just simply document our non-discretionary expenses so these are expenses you have every month the rent mortgage car payment utilities they don't change you have to pay them if you don't you're in trouble you know, you need a house, you need running water, electricity, all of those type of things, you get that. But what we can focus on is the non-discretionary spending categories. So like I said, here, when, you, when you're going to track these, if you're doing it manually, decide on the categories, just don't get super detailed about it. So instead of breaking it down to every single restaurant you went to, categorize it as eating out, uh, category for groceries, gas, those type of things. You get the idea. You 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 can figure that part of it out. It's it's pretty, it's pretty personalized, and and you know you get into it as much detail as you want. But once you've done it, you can always go back and adjust it. So you know, don't worry about it if you don't think I've done it in as much detail for each category as I should. You can change it and adjust it as you go. It's about understanding how you spend your money, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to allow you to make decisions and start winning back control of your finances. At this stage, it's not even about setting a budget or spending limits on the different categories. It's about knowing where your money is currently going and what you're spending it on. 
So once you've done this, don't immediately jump to creating a budget. We see, you know, a lot of people who do this. Next thing they do is, okay, I've spent, you know, $250 on eating out. I'm going to cut it down to $50 next month and every month from there on out. And in some cases, it's not realistic. They then don't hit that and then they stop budgeting and and basically you're back to square one. So once you've done this, take a month and see how things change. And what you will immediately see is that your spending habits and decisions do change knowing where your money has previously gone. And you're going to start spending things on things that are more important to you and, and cutting out the the things that aren't less important to you. But it's going to empower you to understand this and make the decisions. And And after that month, go back and review the categories versus the previous months and see how things have changed. And I'll bet you'll see you'll either have a, a extra available cash or the the kids are happier because they got the running shoes or, you know, the, the areas you're spending the money on is, is in areas that, that are important to you. Um, so that, that's the key is to, to get it started and then go back and review it versus just jumping into, to try and getting that budget done. So that's step one. That's all I want to talk about today. Next one, um, we're going to do fairly quickly after, um, we're going to look at, um, basically again, the dreaded word budgeting, but it's going to be about setting target behaviors versus spending habits. And it's going to be another great way to make small changes and not feel like you're counting every dollar. Okay. So that's, that's going to be the next one. Oh, and before I go, don't forget, cancel those subscriptions. The kids need new runners. Okay. Thanks everyone. Have a great day and tune into the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Beating the Decade podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Many of our episodes are based upon the book Beating the Deck Game, which is authored by our very own Paul Murphy. You can grab yourself a free copy of the book by visiting fourpillars.ca. That's the numerical four, P-I-L-L-A-R-S dot C-A. If you have any questions you'd like covered on future episodes, please feel free to email us at podcast at fourpillars.ca. We'd be delighted to hear from you and cover these in future episodes. We hope you have a wonderful day and we'll catch you in the next episode.